Ray, I guess you're wondering why I asked you here tonight. Well, the board had a little meeting today, and unless my eyes deceive me, I think I'm facing the new vice president in charge of distribution. Congratulations, Ray. Thank you, Mr. Barnes. Please, call me Russell. Let's celebrate with a drink. Oh, I'm afraid I don't drink, Russ. Grown man like you, Ray? Well, I've just never liked the taste of alcohol. Oh, come on, Ray. What about a chocolate choo-choo? It's a girl drink. Tastes like candy. Don't disappoint me, Ray. Okay. Uh, sure, Russ, I'll have a chocolate choo-choo. Great. I hate a drink alone. Can I have a chocolate choo-choo for my friend, please? And I'll have a scotch and soda. came to visit me in Chicago and uh, I took him to this like really nice uh, Berkshire room uh, bourbon place uh, Zach was there too so uh, Zach mm-hmm. Frazier guest of the show was there very cool and it, the conversation was great but um, the disappointing thing about this night was I take him to this nice bourbon bar with mixed drinks and Zach Frazier does not drink which I did not know, but that's fine. That's f- totally fine. Like, good, mm. g- good on you, um, because drinking is bad for you. But uh, Aaron does drink, and instead of having nice mixed drinks, he had Miller High Lifes the whole time. Oh, nice! That was very. I had some IPAs. I had some IPAs, but Oren <laughs> is like the girl drink drunk. He is just ordering like every ridiculous cocktail off the menu. <laughs> And that's the way impressed. to do it. That's the way to no, do it. No, I think it. that's the way to do it. I wanted to get some whiskey, but their menu I couldn't make sense of. Uh, it, it like it wasn't written in English or something. I think the problem is How much me, was the high life? I, I, it was like five bucks. It was kind of expensive. Five bucks. Oh, really? Okay. Because uh, I personally endorse the uh, beer slumming it, especially if it's high life. If you're going to beer slum it, high life is the one. Yeah, I I like High Life. Yeah. Uh, I think High Life is a good, uh, it's a pretty good deal. I had some Bell's IPA too, which is like a, I don't know if it's from like Wisconsin or Michigan, but it's like it's like a uh, Midwest IPA that was really good. Nice. So I so I got like really addicted to this drink called the Femme Fatale, and it it was like a blueberry pour, chocolate bitters. It was like a really weird combination. You see what I'm talking about, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, Girl drink drunk. Yeah. Femme Fatale. Yeah, that's, but like, that's fitting. But it was awesome. Like I couldn't nice. like I I kept ordering it because I was like this tastes like what a like a woman who's trying to kill me after taking my money. Like, you know, that's what that would taste like. I just, uh, I don't, I don't know what it says about me that I like a drink like that, but that's, uh, what I felt. (laughs) It looked good. And like the girl next to us also had it. So like we all toasted and, uh, everyone seemed to be enjoying it. What was in it? Do you remember? Yeah. I said it was like blueberry port, chocolate bitters. And like, those were the two flavors I remember. Or some rye, I think it was good. It was was freaking really interesting drink. Get you uh do you feel it pretty good, I imagine? 
sugary beverage. I actually didn't get that drunk because uh, we went to Portillo's afterwards and had uh, some really nice Polish sausage, and that yeah nice. sobered me up pretty quickly. So Portillo, awesome. I, Is that the guy who runs Kotaku, Stephen Portillo? Yeah, Stephen Portillo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it was it was really good to meet up with you guys, Zach. Thanks for coming out. I appreciate it. they both came from. Uh, somewhat of a distance to see me. So I, I appreciate that. I hope I didn't let you guys down too much. And, uh, the drinks were awesome. That was a killer bar like that. You could not have picked a better place. That's, that was like the perfect kind of like date bar. Cause it's like comfy. You could get, get your own space and kind of like talk to people and you could still hear what other people were saying. Yeah. I, pre- I actually have never been there. It was my dad's recommendation. So it felt, it was good. It was good to see you guys. It, it was weird. I was nervous. I wouldn't have chemistry with you, Aaron, but I feel, I felt the chemistry. And I want you to know that, Aaron. Yeah. No, I felt it too, brother. Um, yeah. But Chicago was awesome. I was, like, really annoyed the first day I got there. Like, I was whining that it wasn't cold enough. Let me tell you, it made up for it the next day. It got it got real cold. <laughs> but um, it, it was awesome to be in Chicago. The Maxwell Street dog, which, which Oren put me onto, and I would not have had. It's Polish. Maxwell Street Polish. Right? That's I'm saying yes, it right? Yes. I believe that's what that it's is, called. Spoiler alert, that's my recommendation for this week. That was a killer sausage. <laughs> hey, Chicago, it's all about... I mean, Zach Frazier can probably attest to this, too, uh, being from the area, but Chicago's all about uh, hot, uh, deep dish pizza and sausages. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Very nice. I had three different deep dish pizzas. I went to Lou Malnati's, which, which is great. I went to Gino's, which I would say is slightly less great. And I went to um, Labriola on Michigan Avenue, which was really good. I had a a deep dish with burrata and basil. Let me tell you. Burrata on my deep dish. There is no pizza that basil won't improve. I agree. Mm. Yeah. I also agree with the take that Gino's East is the slightly less good Lumanati's. I agree with that, too. Still good, but it's like... Luminati's. Yes, I just. Oh yeah, Luminati's yeah. is good. I just had a Gino's. Yeah, you can or, you could order it. You could order it online. Taste of Chicago and have it delivered to you. It's awesome. It's oh really? Luminati's you can get good. delivered. Yeah. Yeah, they. Yeah. De- I actually had it uh, for my birthday this year because I was living in Montana at the time. Uh, my mom surprised me and sent through uh, Taste of Chicago, which is like where you order it from. They uh, sent. They sent me like eight personal size deep dish pizzas and it comes in like kind of like a makeshift cooler thing and it's it's very convenient so if i recommend getting some lose if you have the chance Kevin. oh yeah i'll definitely try that for sure i like i'm all into the like shipping the local really good food to myself heck yeah <laughs> i heavily endorse that it, it's so easy to do right it's like oh, i have to travel to chicago to eat all this stuff no you don't you don't even have to go what are you talking about yeah <laughs> yeah, fuck Chicago. No, Chicago yeah. is great. It, it's a really cool city. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool city. <clears throat> Kevin, I heard you had a story. So I was eating uh, Gino's East actually about, I don't know, 10 minutes ago before this recording happened. 10 minutes ago? <laughs> Maybe 15 minutes ago. I don't know. 15 but, minutes um, ago? Are, are you like full right now am i full yes i'm full do you of need some coffee knows these that's pizza uh, yeah do you need like a double espresso you know i wish i liked coffee I'm, I'm not like i'm not a coffee hater but just a, i don't like the taste of it for some reason 
And uh, I feel like I'm missing out because Cooper is so positive on it in uh, Twin Peaks that I feel like I'm like missing part of. Cooper's got a problem though. Cooper's like drinking coffee right before he goes to bed in every fucking episode. He's just so. I just love how enthusiastic he is. Like it's just, it's great. Mm. It's just a great trait. But um, yeah, we were we were talking about um, movies that we (laughs) had strong feelings about, and. Mm-hmm. We're actually talking about Lord of the Rings and stuff, but because Summer, my girlfriend's a big fan of that, but she um, didn't like The Hobbit, and uh, I was saying, oh well, I liked all the scenes that had uh, Martin Short in them, and I was like, wait a minute, it's not Martin Short, it's uh, <laughs> Martin, <laughs> Martin <Short>. Freeman, <laughs> but uh, Martin, Martin Freeman. Short is a really fitting name for him. I was thinking <laughs> that works really well, but um, yeah, all the scenes with Martin Short. And uh, I just was wondering, what did you guys think? Did you guys like that movie? And did you like the scenes with The Hobbit, Martin Freeman, not Martin Short, <laughs> and Gollum? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I just remember watching. I, I saw the first one, and the whole time I was thinking to myself, "Why isn't this just one movie? It's like a three hundred page adventure." Yeah. Book. Why is there like so many battle scenes <laughs> that are just like completely <laughs> unnecessary? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. thought it was pretty. Uh, it yeah. wasn't. It it wasn't for me, but I think Peter Jackson has come back recently with the uh, his documentary work. His uh, Beatles documentary mm. "Get Back" is pretty cool. If you, uh, it's like a, a three part documentary. Um, so he's coming back. Peter Jackson's coming back. I think he kind of lost his way with the Hobbit, in my opinion. Yeah. But what do you mm. think, Aaron? Do you like the Hobbit? No, the Hobbit is atrocious. I was so excited <laughs> for that movie, and it it when I watched it, like I was like using every cell of my being to like force myself to like it, and I didn't. It was kind of a like Revenge of the Clones or yeah, I knew I, I sorry Phantom yeah. Menace moment all over again. Like it was just like ugh. it's funny that it's like a prequel. To I don't a like trilogy. that movie. It's like still yeah, it's reminiscent. Don't do it. Like it, but um, are prequels ever good? I don't know. Like the uh, Firewalk with me. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, that's true. Look at that. Yeah, that's true. The, anything David Lynch touches <laughs> comes back well. Also, uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, well, Dune wasn't his fault, you know. It's true. It wasn't his right. fault. At it's least, from, at least movie, according to him, it's not, it's not his fault. It's a I, fun. It's a fun, yeah. bad, good movie. Yeah. yeah, some pretty awesome like uh, production physical. Practical effects. He always says when he talks movie. about it. Well, I didn't get Final Cut. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, he had to edit in Premiere. Yeah. <laughs> um, whoa. Whoa. That was, that was I, I thought joke. that was, I thought that was good. I endorsed that joke. Uh, <laughs> so, do you guys know anything about FedEx and how much they suck? Because, let me tell you, I finally got this PS5. Mm. But like FedEx tells me, they send me a, like a text message in an email on Friday saying, "Uh, oh, it'll be arriving by the end of the day. So look out because you need to sign for it. Otherwise, it'll take it back to the facility. So I'm waiting all day for my PS3. Does not come. I see a FedEx just truck just drive up my street and just keep on going. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So then it finally says like, like uh, delayed, right? And then, and then the next morning they send me another text. Ah, it's coming today, Saturday. I'm like, right, okay. Saturday, it's going to come. That's good. And uh, I wait and I wait. And uh, every time I hear a noise, I'm like running to my balcony to see if it's the FedEx truck. And it is not the FedEx truck. 
Finally, the FedEx truck comes. He carries down, he carries up two packages. So I run downstairs to meet him. He doesn't have my thing. It's delayed again. Monday, it finally comes. But like, uh, it was just torment because they kept like raising my, you know, anticipation that it was going to be delivered. I wish they would just not tell me anything at that point, you know? Mm. Well, well, the problem is, Aaron, is like they were probably trying to move it from truck to truck and like moving a PS5 truck to truck takes about three or four strong human beings six maybe with a piano dolly yeah no it's it's serious you know think about it it really (laughs) she managed you need like an armored car to shell those things people would be like heisting you and that's some wanted merchandise dude i i was kind of worried that like maybe it was stolen by a driver or something maybe this i'm like did they because because at one point it's just like carry it though i don't know if you would be like it's like i'm robbing this ps5 (laughs) oh shit and then it just drops to the floor like i can't Mm. take it It, it's like the Uh, biggest console it's big it's it's big. It's, How big is it compared to the original that much? Xbox? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I'm not sure if it's actually much bigger than the original Xbox, but I think it is slightly more voluminous than the original Xbox. Uh, it stands up nicely, though. It looks so stupid. It looks cheesy, but like <laughs> I have it behind my television, so I don't see it most of the time. And when I walk past my TV and get like a little peripheral glimpse of the PS5, I always shudder a little bit because it's so ugly. It's like, ooh, it definitely isn't fucking... low profile for your like furniture style. It's pretty loud no, and intense. No. The Xbox kind of is like blocky, and you kind of just like a geometric shape. You got your eyes can ignore if you don't want it to be obvious. It's invisible. Yeah, it's camouflaged. Yeah. PS5 has this very. I don't know what it is. But uh, using the console is pretty good. Let me tell you, I like it. How's the OS? Uh, the, the hard drive is fast. The OS is ugly and confusing. I'm not going to lie. It's quick. It's speedy. How different is it from PS4? It boots quickly. Uh, it's completely different. Really? PS4 had like a nice, really logical, if maybe not quite as trimmed down as it could be, but it was like very just like, yeah. go here to do this, go here to do this, go here to do mm-hmm. that. The PS5 is totally different. Um Weird. It's it, it feels like the ads are just like all over the place. Like it's very <laughs> hard to hide from the ads. The ads? Like they're like the yeah. Like you know on the Series X and the Series S, there are there's ads in the UI, right? You'll see ads. Advertisements. On the store, right? I guess. Be like Fortnite's having an event. Oh yeah, you're right. No 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 no. On, on your front page, there's always ads, but they're pretty. Like I'm not gonna say they're minor, but there's like. There's few of them. Mm-hmm. On the PS5, the ads are kind of like, bam, bam, bam. And they're kind of coming at different directions, and you can't anticipate them, so your mind can't filter them out the same way I do on on Xbox. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I don't love the UI. I'm sure I'll get used to it. Uh, I don't love PS Now, which I, I paid for oh. and immediately thought, oh, shouldn't have paid for yeah. this. <laughs> I bought a year of it because it was on sale. It's only like 40 bucks for a year, so it's not the end of the world, but like, there's some good games on there, but that is not uh, that is not Game Pass. No, that service has uh, it has some good like there's some pretty good games on there, but like most of the service is down uh, is streaming. Yeah, yeah, like it's a streaming service. Yeah. So and it's weird because like you can play a lot of PS2 games. So I tried God of War and streaming God of War. Yeah, man, that no. shit didn't look cool. It looked bad. It felt bad. It was just not a good experience. Uh, there's some news that apparently that so- Sony is going to revamp their service and they're going to be coming out with something in the next few months. 
which I think will probably be pretty decent. I doubt they'll be able to give you what Game Pass gives you. Like, like you really feel like the missing like Bethesda games. Like Bethesda adds so much yeah. in addition to everything that Microsoft already has. Mm-hmm. Oddly, there are a few Bethesda games on. Like I think Fallout Four, Prey, and uh, a couple other games are on there. But but like just having that huge catalog of like really really good games is is a big deal. And you don't get like 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 you can play The Last of Us Two on PS4 now or on PS Now, but it's streaming only. You can't download it. <laughs> so it's like, no. <clears throat> That's very strange that they would do that. Yeah, I never uh, felt like PS another, Now was that good. No, and it's also uh, Sony has so much like contempt for and disregard for their backlog. They really do. Or their their backwards compatibility log that like I feel like even if they did do Game Pass, it just won't be nearly as awesome. Because Game Pass has so well, much, so much stuff, and I don't know if yeah, PlayStation and it's, even and it's really improved. preserves it. Yeah, I don't know this because this is kind of a half-hearted attempt with all the streaming of old games. Like, we'll see what their new service offers. If their new service is much more about downloading games, if if you could download all the games that you could stream. It would be a pretty good service, but like the fact that like two thirds of the library are streaming only, is just a total no go for me. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, yeah. But all in all, I'm liking the PS5. I definitely don't need it, but Returnal is real good. Uh, Kevin's always telling me that he wants games where you move fast, right? Mm-hmm. Right, Kevin. You want a game where you move fast, like Doom Guy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what game you move fast like Doom Returnal? Guy? Returnal. Awesome. Returnal. That Demon bitch runs Souls? like 60 miles an hour. Demon Souls? They run fast. Demon that, Souls right? is actually one of the fastest paced Souls games. Yeah, it's got a really fast run button. Um, <laughs> no. But. So, so, so wait, on Returnal though, the is the character's movement speed fast or is the dash just fast? Or is it both? Well, the movement speed's fast, but the, she has a sprint that's unlimited. That's oh. it's, it's like Doom fast, Sweet. like crazy fast. And she has a dash. Awesome. Like a like a like it's actually crazy to me how much that game is like a third person Doom Eternal in some ways. Like the way that it controls and stuff in some of the combat. Mm-hmm. It is really good combat. It feels really good on the controller. Uh it's the first game I've like that has really good use of the haptics. Orin brought this up, I believe, last pod. Yep. yep. You, the secondary fire is is a full pull of the left trigger, whereas the primary or I think it's aimed down sights is a half pull. And somehow I'd accidentally turned that off and I immediately missed it. I was like, oh, I need to get that back on. That's such a crunchy, good feeling to do that, like pull that halfway down. It, so it I like the like controller should, a lot. It feels like it shouldn't work, but it works so well, right? Like when you're playing it, like you'd think like I never accidentally pulled it all the way when I wanted to do first fire. Like I always, Does it's, it have it's resistance? amazing how well they calibrated that. Yeah, it has yeah, a little okay. resistance. Like you, you click it down to get to the uh, second one so you so it's pretty easy to not mess it up that's cool mm-hmm. i uh i really want to try that game I just now that you're saying it's very fast and responsive it's 60 fps on ps5 awesome it's a it's a look it's only on ps5 it's a very beautiful game oh that's it's really very good cool. looking yeah now i'm more excited now that you say you move fast i'm like oh you've sold me <laughs> dude you move crazy so, fast does the uh, enemies have do they have non-hit scam weapons where they they move slowly and you can oh it's a bullet it's a bullet hell, oh dude. oh okay it's it's like a total projectile dodging game because the, the company um what the hell, housemark, housemark yeah. robotron influence. their lineage 
is making like literal like yeah like arcade style games Rezo like two dimensional top down next machina like all oh, those games cool. are by them so uh, yeah it's pretty so neat. this is yeah because it's like uh it, it's like an arcade indie studio making a triple a game and like, that is cool they, and the, the crazy thing is is they pull it off like really well so it's 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 cool to see that it almost sounds like if <clears throat> if Doom never existed and they made like the alternate universe version of it, would be this game. <laughs> That's what I, I said. Know. Remember? It's like, it's like you're yeah. right. It really is. Uh, yeah, it sounds it sounds really cool. Um, I like it a lot. It is fucking hard. And I will say the one thing, the ding that a lot of other people have said, you feel that it's uh it is a roguelike yeah. right like you 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 does have permadeath and you will feel that permadeath because sometimes you'll be going for a while and you'll be jamming and jamming and making progress and then you'll accidentally go into some room where it's just like bonkers fucking bullets in every direction and you just don't know how to handle it and you're just dead and you're up like, oh, back to the beginning so when you die so is like it, is it like dead cells like roguelite or is it like you are you go back uh it is like dead cells in that there's some persistent stuff. Orin could probably answer this a lot better than me. I'm not entirely sure what you retain, but you seem to be retaining something. Um, you, uh, you, re- you retain some stuff, but it's not as much as other games. It's more knowledge, I'd say. Like You kind mm. of figure out okay. which, uh, which items are going to really help you in your, ga- in, in your games run. I'm not going to reveal what, but like there are certain items that you have to have, really. And uh, and then you unlock shortcuts. There are shortcuts that you unlock that speed up your progress. Um, so, uh, yeah. but like as for upgrades, not not so much. I would say. Does it? Uh, though it's been it's been a couple months since I played it, but I don't remember there being a lot of upgrades. Does it have the shops and that like you kind of do like a spec or a build yeah. per run? Okay. Totally. Uh, totally. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. That's that's a little bit of a bummer, but. It's a roguelike, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's, also, yeah, it, it that's, really that's like is. the one thing I'm like, ah, damn it. Uh, I, I mean, uh, first of all, before I answer your question, my, my dad just screamed for my brother at the top of his lungs. So if you hear like a random old guy screaming, like being it's like environmental storytelling. Yeah, he was like, come downstairs or whatever. That was him. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, second, second, second of all, uh, the other thing I wanted to say was that. Uh, yeah, it's very much a roguelike. It's okay. uh, like the combat feels great um, and it feels fast, but it's very much like a Dead Cells, if it were given a AAA budget type game. But I will also say that I found it. Uh, I've only beaten a handful of roguelikes in my life. I've beaten like Hades, Curse of the Dead Gods, uh, Into the Breach. So I have a few. I have a few. Um, that that I could say that I beat, but uh, Returnal I thought was pretty doable. It does have a couple of walls, though. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, hard. I, mm. I, it's hard. I, I guess I hear the first level is like particularly hard relative to the rest of the game, which I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, mm. second level is really the second level was okay. my biggest wall, I think. Mm. So have fun with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will say the story is is uh, is pretty awesome and is really like done in a way that complements a roguelike. Like uh, a lot of people were talking about how Hades had, was like the first roguelike with a story, and, and 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 I don't know that it the story. I think the story kind of added to the roguelike in that sense, but the story in Returnal is very minimalist in the 
and sort of environmental and sort of mysterious in the same way that the sort of mechanics and roguelikes are often mysterious it's often about like you know plumbing the depths of different things so i feel like it, it works really well with the format of that game and uh seems really cool and the, the inspirations for it is just like all of the best sci-fi in a blender but <laughs> like, yeah it's like uh no it what, what i love about that game is i i knew this gameplay was going to be awesome but i was surprised by how interesting the story was and uh mm-hmm. it's like yeah it, it's it, if you love ridley scott like early ridley scott if you love david lynch if you love kojima <laughs> if you love doom like my favorite so kevin you should play <laughs> yeah. this game it's like all my favorite it. things <laughs> yeah 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 i should play it. the only thing that's uh, off for me is the roguelike elements but i still uh will check it out for sure because if they, if they release a pc port which they very well could at some point i will look into that yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I think it would be fucking awesome on PC also. Um, but it's it's really good. I, I like the haptics a lot with that game. I think the, uh, the the it does a really good job of showing off the rumble of the controller. The only thing I don't like about that controller is the speaker on it. Why the fuck would we want to use a tiny little cheap speaker and a controller for sounds? It just sounds like so. It sounds like a cheap toy that you would have gotten in the 1990s. Um, I don't. I don't understand that. But the rest, the controller is really good. I think that game showed it off better than any other controller I played or thought, any other game. I thought it was really annoying in Deathloop because you hear Juliana mm. through it. And like every time she speaks, I'm like, huh? Like what? Oh, it's my <laughs> controller. Because I usually play with my headphones on. That's like mm. just like how mm-hmm. I like to play games. So just hearing like out of nowhere, like my controller come alive like that. I'm like, what? What the fuck is going on? But I don't, I don't I get don't that. That we had that. The PS4 had that. I turned it off in the PS4 because I thought it was just horrible sound. Yeah, and I just I'm I, probably gonna turn it, it off. Just, it just feels like a shallow gimmick, and I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't like the speaker, but the, the haptics are pretty good. I will say that Sony has a history of dumb gimmicks, and like PS4 didn't have as much, but the PS3, like with the uh, motion controls the move. for like Six layer X, and yeah. stuff, was layer, stupid. yeah, yeah. Killed Factor Five for goddamn six axis oh that sucks um i also picked up demon souls which uh or i didn't know this but it it, apparently that game doesn't have a run button um (laughs) it has a it has a walk button only walk it has a walk button to a light jog button that's what okay that's what it has this is it it depends on your equip load if you have light armor you'll run fast as hell depends that's true. That's actually true. Yeah. No, you run pretty fast. I don't you know. You run very fast. If you have no armor in that game, you run like too fast. You like run off a cliff. Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> At least in the PS3 one, I can't wow. say PS5. So here's what I'll say <laughs> I, I won't spend too much time talking about Demon's Souls, but I had expressed on the podcast before the game came out some concerns about the visual style being a little too aggressively new. And, and I think for the most part that those were thankfully unfounded worries like the game actually does look and feel very much like the the ps3 game uh it definitely has a way more aggressive well i mean it has hdr at all and it has a pretty aggressive implementation of hdr which is the original game was very desaturated much to uh, or you probably would have hated the original game no colors but <laughs> like because it's supposed to be this like foggy world yeah. but it manages to like walk the line of having a foggy desaturated world with like crazy HDR pop. So somehow it, it implements the two really well. So it doesn't it felt good. Like the only tiny thing that really bothers me is that they 
re-recorded all the dialogue with new actors. Uh. So like, I know I, I played that game. That's the first Souls game I played, and like, I know those lines from the original actors, and like, particularly the maiden. Like the old maiden had like a like a ch- Chinese or some kind of East Asian accent. This one sounds Russian, I think. I don't really know what's good. She doesn't sound like the same person, basically. Uh, which so she's not the bummer, same actress. Because uh, they no. had the same actress in, in I mean, Demon Souls, and they had the same actress in uh, Bloodborne. And I was thinking in Dark hmm. Souls three, they're going to have her again, but they didn't for some reason. Soul yeah, of the know. mind keeps life's ether. If it's the same actress, she's doing something radically so wait, different. How does Stockpile Thomas talk? Does he say, "You have a heart of gold"? Don't let them take that. Does he still say that? Does he say it with that? Kind he of- might be the same actor. Okay. He sounds very similar. Okay. Like it's either another actor who like really went for that style, or it's the same actor. But the the maiden is not the same actor. Mm. That's a bummer. Or, or something has happened to her fucking entire way of talking. I, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I was a little bummed about that. But it's actually really good. I I was not going to get any Souls games, particularly that game, until after I played, uh, you know, next year's Game of the Year. The big one. But, uh, <laughs> but then it went on sale for the Game Awards, and so I got it. And now I'm like, fuck. Uh, and then I played, and then I just sat down and played like three hours of it. So like some games made by FromSoft, whenever they're just, Whenever I start a new game, I just will play for hours, yeah, they're, like, they're like reliably. That. Have you done spending time in the Tower of Latria? I'm just so curious how it looks. I haven't looked at it, any footage of hardly any. I've just avoided. It, it looks great. It. I I still don't know how to kill those fucking Cthulhu dudes. Uh, I don't know what their <laughs> secret. They're fucking annoying. But yes, it, Tower of Latria looks really incredible. Awesome. Um, yeah. Very cool. Very good. Very good. So I, you know, I'd also say it looks it looks more like Shadow of the Colossus than the Shadow of the Colossus remake, which is weird. Like the art style <laughs> reminds <laughs> me more of that of the old PS. Isn't it the game. same? Did the same company Good do point, it? Yeah, yeah, they or did the sa- they did the same remake as uh, the Shadow of the Colossus remake, and for some reason okay. the vibes of Demon Souls reminds me of Shadow of the Colossus more than the Shadow of the Colossus remake, and I don't know how that happened. But did you watch the Noclip maybe they just honed the about this uh, I not did, yet I did not why did they be like we're gonna do more Shadow of the Colossus for this one <clears throat> no I just always wondered how they did it like if they had the original game as a base or do they just start from scratch and rebuild but they, they I'm they, guessing they had the original they had the original game, game, game I could to, build, to build off of yeah yeah I, for that's Shadow what I'm that's what I'm assuming uh, having played shit hmm. oh but okay. what, I, what I was expecting yeah. was like because I, I was thinking like these guys have made I think they did God of War HD uh, they did, they did, they did shot class. They did something else too. I don't remember what it was off the top of my head, but I was just thinking like, oh, I making Demon Souls. That's a way bigger technical. That's such a that's a way bigger game than Shadow of the Colossus, right? And that's like has multiplayer. It's a huge RPG. It has all like that's just a, that's and they said that and then they said in the interview like, oh, this is by far our most difficult and ambitious project we that we've done. So I wonder what they're gonna do next now now that they've done. <laughs> some some big stuff like ooh, uh fingers crossed born? it's it's bloodborne yeah. and uh <laughs> and i'm ready for it so i don't know anyway uh, long story uh, short so, i'm like in the so ps5 a couple of things about that actually uh they did the god of war collection they did right. the eco mm. and shadow of the colossus eco. collection on ps3 and the metal gear solid hd uh, collection i have that on xbox so mm. so so they're they're basically masters of porting, and then they leverage that into two full on remakes for Shadow of the Colossus and Demon Souls. Mm. Mm. So Makes that's sense. the story. Gotcha. Um, okay. I would well, love uh, Demon Souls. Very good. 
They should just do like Bloodborne too. Honestly, I mean, I want Bloodborne remake too, but like, wouldn't that be cool if they just did Bloodborne too? Because it's a Sony property. I think that'd be pretty cool. I actually, I know it sounds funny, not, but I don't want a sequel possible. to it. I think it's just like let it yeah, let it live fair. in Bloodborne land. Like, don't do a Dark Souls two. Just like yeah. let it, yeah. let it be. From Software sucks at sequels, mm-hmm. or they don't suck right. at sequels, but their sequels always take a hit, a quality hit, and they they don't like um, doing them. Miyazaki doesn't. He wants to. He's like, I want to make things new. I don't want to. Right, and we're we're getting from soft games at a at a nice clip. So, yeah. Se- Sekiro uh, always, actually already kind of feels like a Bloodborne sequel yeah, in a lot of ways. Basically, I'd say it too. Is. Like even like the the temple, that Buddhist temple with the uh, infected water, like that Mount Kondo. same concepts from. Oh man, yeah, I love that, that same part concepts. Of that game. <laughs> it it was so Bloodborne. Like the whole idea of it was like Bloodborne. So I was. Mm. So it it feels like a spiritual sequel in a lot of ways. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I guess the last thing I'll say about the PS5, I'm liking it. It's pretty cool. Uh, I'm excited to play some of these exclu- uh, exclusives. I do miss like a motherfucker quick resume, like mm. no quick resume. Like so, <laughs> th- the hard drive's fast and it loads the games pretty instantly. But like not being able to switch between one saved game to the other is kind of a you know yeah i've gotten so used to it over the last year Quick one of those things that i had seen on the internet they talked about i was like that seems cool and then when i tried it it was like oh it's one of those things you have to yeah see it to believe it you know it it really is incredible i agree that's a bummer they haven't figured that out i have to say like i've considered a ps5 but the the lack of backward compatibility I don't think, I'll be honest, I think Sony doing a Game Pass, I think, is a really cool thing, and I think it's, like, smart of them. I think it's going to be a little too late. Too, a little too late. They've, they haven't been investing in that. Like, Microsoft's been doing this for, like, what, four years now? They've been do, building into mm-hmm. Game Pass and buying developers. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I just don't, I don't know, but, I, and I just feel like the lack of backward compat is really just, a, for me, is a stinker. If they, if they bought into that and I could play all, like, Sony from PS1, to, oh, man, I would buy a PS5 tomorrow. I would. Yeah, I I would see what they do with this new Spartacus service that that's the code name. Uh, if it it could go that direction, like I, I think so. in terms of their Game Pass, like they don't need to do Game Pass. They need to do Sony, Sony Pass, Pass that gives yeah. you access to fucking Sony games, and that's probably good enough mm-hmm. for them. Um, which they they're just not doing that now. Like there's a decent selection you get with PS Plus, but like. It's not that like many imagine games. if they bought it's, Konami it's, like 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 uh, Microsoft bought Bethesda like if Sony bought Konami and they like remastered all of their old games you could play all that would like that would be a win <laughs> you know yeah yeah or if they just put their own Sony games all you yeah. know all five generations of Sony published games make them all available in one service like that shit would be super fucking game changing I want it but whatever uh, you guys play this Halo. I uh, I didn't just play this Halo, I beat this Halo yesterday. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oren, two nights ago, you told me that you weren't sure you are going to have anything to talk about on the podcast because you hadn't had time to play Halo, and you didn't know when you were going to find time to play Halo. What has changed in the, the subsequent 48 hours? Uh, I shifted my sleep schedule from eight hours a day to five and a half to hours a day. That's what happened. So you beat it already? There. Yeah, I did. Wow. It was. It, it's not as long as you'd think it would be, because you hear open world Halo and you mm-hmm. think it's going to be long, but it's more. 
it, it it's I'm trying to think of a game to compare it to. Um, it kind of reminded me of like Far Cry Blood Dragon. Kind of like it's more a mini open world, a mini phased mm. open world than like this giant Ubisoft open right. world as we know it. But yeah, it's not not as long. How about you guys? How many hours have you put into it? I did the tower, which is like you fight the first like elite boss, the beam sword, he goes invisible. So, and I freed yeah. this part. You talked to the Spartan guy. I did that. That's where I am. And I, and I went out to the world and I did a couple more like um, side missions and stuff. I killed like some of the like, I killed like all like little first checklist stuff on the map that you could do. Mm. So maybe like six hours, five hours. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I'm about seven. I'm a seven, six, seven hours. I don't know. I'm a little further than you. I did that part. And then I think I did all of the side stuff on that first continent. Yeah, I did and too. I went across the bridge. There's not nowhere to, to go. To the next place. Oh, there's a bridge. Oh, okay. No, spoiler alert. Okay. There's a bridge. Uh, you'll see the bridge and go to the bridge and then cool stuff will happen. And um, yeah. What do you think, Orin? Um, Well, I, I guess I'll give you my non-spoiler, high-level, bottom-line review um uh so yeah i clocked in at about i want to say 15 hours i beat the game in like three five hour sessions and um i did most of the open world stuff uh like i captured all the fobs all the outposts i didn't get all the collectibles because i just i'm not that interested in that but um i conquered the map so to speak um so yeah and i clocked in at about 15 ish hours um my overall feeling about Halo's campaign, um, and this is uh, this is one of those really light spoilers that I feel like you guys should know. So I know you guys are gonna like be like, "What? You shouldn't spoil the game," but you guys should well, know this because it, it's gonna it's gonna save you a headache. Um, I was playing through the open world, doing like main missions every now and then, and I really loved like the first two thirds of the game. I think it's a sandbox open world game. It is incredible. This is my favorite Halo just in terms of the sandbox. I love the open world. I love um, the sandbox potential. I love taking in a Razorback with like five Marines into an outpost and taking it over. I love, I just love that. I think the sandbox is my favorite Halo. Yeah. I hate Halo though when the missions are just these like long ass corridor (laughs) Mm. alien structure missions that make up a vast majority of the campaign missions where it's really boring and really redundant and Mm. just like agonizing. And then uh, my light spoiler that I was warning you guys about is that the game actually shuts you off from the open world for about six missions straight. And it doesn't tell you it's going to do that. So I got Hmm. locked out of the open world for like six missions. Cause you know how in Ubisoft games, they'll tell you, like, oh, you're about to leave the open world. Yeah. Upgrade as much as you can before you do this mission. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. So I went into the mission being like, okay, like I'll do this mission and then I'll go back to the open world. So I got locked into like three hours straight of like alien corridor missions. And mm. I was like, it, it kind of ruined the game a little bit for me. Cause I was like, I was really loving this, like do a main mission, do some sandbox stuff, do a main mission, do some sandbox stuff. But then I get like kind of, uh, I, I get forced into doing something I don't want to do. And I just didn't like how they force you to do so many like agonizingly boring missions through alien structures for like six missions in a row. And they force hmm. you to do it in a way that I thought was really unsatisfying. So overall, I like the game a lot, but the last third of the game 
was very unsatisfying from a gameplay hmm. perspective. And then the last thing I'll say, I thought the story was bad. I just thought the story was bad from beginning to yeah. end. And it it has a couple of good moments, but um, 343, I just don't think they're storytellers. I just think that there's nothing interesting about what they're doing. And I have a thought about that, but we can get back to it. Yeah. Anyway, that's my high-level review. I like the game a lot. I think it's really good, but some very disappointing pacing issues kept it from greatness for me. Hmm. What do you think, Kev? Um, from what I played, um, I like it. I think... I have a lot of thoughts, I guess. Um, I will say, like, my first impression was when I was in the... I don't know, the first... I don't know if it's the first level. Once you leave the brood ship, you fight some elites and this kind of forerunner structure, and I was like, okay, they've captured the look of Halo. This is this is how Halo should be. Like, I remember when I was playing um, uh, Wolfenstein A New Order, there's a part where you go into Death Head, Death's Head's castle, and you're fighting these Nazis in a castle, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is Wolfenstein. They got it. Like, this is yeah. it right here. Yeah. So I felt like they sure. got that with this. I was like, okay, forerunner structure, elites, grunts, jackals, they got it. So this is cool. And I felt like the linear parts I actually liked enough like they were fun enough um i do i don't know i i'm after i don't know three or four far cry games rage 2 i don't know if fps games should be open world i think in my opinion Hmm. they shouldn't be i think they're better when they're not i like i like i like big maps halo 1 is still one of my favorite fps games of all time but uh the the way that the game so if you think of mission planning right you have a map or they lay a map down they play they pull these encounters and they plan them out so when you kind of there's a certain pacing that always happens through a map and the encounters will play out a certain way or maybe not but i feel like in this game there's a lot of like me walking around there's like nothing happening and i'm like hey i want to fight something but i'm like where do, what do i do how do i fight hmm. something where do i go like i don't know it's just there's just this i feel like the pacing of this game was just kind of i don't know like going around and like shooting like the grunt talking like things and it just felt I don't know I feel like I just feel like I had done this before to me it feels like a downgrade for Halo like I'd rather have Halo be like a straightforward mission with big maps and some linear parts but like to me that that's what Halo should be maybe I'm just like old school I don't know well I I wonder though because like from what I've played it seems to me like this game isn't truly an open world game in the sense that you have this like wide field where you can go every possible direction like it feels like it's just really big it's like a really big halo level connected to another really big halo level all very much in the style of the second level of the first halo game which is what everybody's saying um i could because like i don't i don't know it, it i didn't get that like checklist fatigue i guess what is it about it that you find it wasn't working about the open world in particular okay so i'll give you an example um when i beat the first mission which is kill the elite guy in the tower, which was a cool mission. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was cool. It was cool enough. I liked it enough. I mm-hmm. didn't like love it, I guess. Um, and I got outside. I had some Marines in a car. We were driving around. I looked at the map, and I'm like, I don't know where to go. What do I do? <clears throat> so I just kind of drove around and like got in some fights with brutes and killed them. And then I just like started walking around and like found stuff. And I don't know. If the world didn't feel like when I looked at things, I wasn't like, I want to go look at that and explore what that is. It didn't feel like there was a drive to consume the map in that area. Or it's like if I'm playing Breath of the Wild, there's like something happening almost everywhere. There's all, like there's always a reason hmm. for me to go look at mm-hmm. something. And I feel like with this game, I just didn't have an interest in exploring the map. Or because 
it's not straightforward. Like if you think of assault and control room, right? It's a big map, but it's kind of like a humongous hallway that you just kind of go forward. This game doesn't have yeah, that. Like you can go multiple right. different directions, but I just didn't feel like I cared to go in any of the directions. Hmm. Um, uh, I'll speak to that a little bit. Um, I actually, I actually really enjoyed, uh, the open world. That was my favorite part of the game because, uh, I just like I liked it from like a Metal Gear Solid Five standpoint, where it's like, okay, I have this outpost, I have this fob, I have this whatever, and I need to take it over, and I have all of these tools in my belt. Like I can deploy a razor back, have uh, five Marines drive in with me, and we just have a little mini skirmish. I can bring in a wasp. I can get a sniper rifle, camp out somewhere, and pick guys off. Like, like I loved the game in that sense, but I will agree, I will concede and say the game doesn't really. Um, give you like satisfying upgrade trees or like enough variety to really make it satisfying for the long hmm. term. So I think it's, I think it's good that it's a mini open world. That it's not like originally they were going to make it three times bigger, which I think would have been a huge mistake. Yeah. So, wow. It see okay. it see it see it works for me, but I see where you're coming from in that sense. Hmm. I see where you're coming from too. I, I have had a bit of a different experience. Mostly what I end up doing is I'll go take a fob and then I'll just like grab the pistol and the shotgun and start bunny hopping in a direction and find some like hill and I'll take my grappling hook and I'll grapple up the hill, which you can do with, you can get up any fucking hill in this game with the grappling right. hook. Uh, and, then I'll, and then I end up at the top of the hill and all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's a unit here that I need to, to rescue and I'll fight with them and rescue them. Like I have kind of had that breath of, breath of the wild experience where every time I kind of just bunny hopped in a direction. And let me tell you, bunny hopping is the way to go because you can't drive anywhere because there's fucking rocks and trees in the way. Like yeah. you can't drive shit in this fucking map. But bunny hopping is, is pretty fun. And um, bunny hopping and grappling, grappling hooking. I've had a pretty good success rate of like just going in a random direction and having weird little adventures. I think mechanically and like from a gameplay perspective, this is the best Halo by like a pretty big margin. And I'm not like a huge Halo, you know, fanboy or, or I don't have as much experience. So maybe someone could point out a better Halo, but like it feels like everything I've wanted from a Halo game since I played the first Halo game and really haven't got yet. Like a game with a big, open, expressive play space with really thoughtfully designed encounters that you can approach from a billion different angles. Like I went to do an assassination right before we started this and I saw the target and I was like, like literally like, you know, a quarter of a mile above him on a mountain. So I just jumped down and threw all my nades and shot at him until he was almost dead B before I hit the ground as I was falling. It was just like, shoot, 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 shoot. And then I got down on the ground and like bashed him a few times and killed him. And then all his friends killed me. So I had to try it again. But it was like, you know, like a really goofy, fun thing to do. It also, I feel like the game does the main story bad, but it does like the gameplay storytelling so well. Like you feel like... Yeah. You feel so awesome. You feel like the Master Chief saving dudes. Like, like I, I'll just see like a you know a squad on a hill trying to fend themselves off from the Covenant, and like <laughs> during this sequence, I came in with my John Wick pistol, took out like five guys in like less than five seconds. I jumped in the Rocket Hog, took out a Banshee in the sky, and then I jumped off again, got a rocket launcher, and blew up like another group of enemies. And like the Marines, like kind of looked at me like. 
Good job. <laughs> yeah. You did it. Yeah. So <laughs> like, I have a question. It really felt awesome. Are you guys playing on normal or heroic? heroic? Heroic. Okay, I'm playing on heroic as well. It felt yeah. like on heroic, the uh, enemy health was balanced for multiplayer. Like, the enemies are, have, are very tanky. I don't like, think so. The brutes are like, just eat it. Even with the battle rifle. If you if well, you if you go for the head, they go down pretty fast. Yeah, headshots so. are. That's what I was doing. And, and it's remarkably easy to get headshots in this game. Yeah. I think even with the mouse and keyboard, it's a little generous with those hitboxes. Um, but like, so I think that's a point. Like the brutes in Halo Three, which is the last Halo I really, I guess I spent some time with Reach also. But like, the brutes were not a good replacement for the elites, and this game does have elites, which is great. Yeah. But they've like retweaked the brutes so that they now are a good stand-in for the elites when the, when the elites aren't around because they're usually a little more tanky as you said mm-hmm. and a little bit like they seem to be smarter but also there's the like super brutes or whatever you want to call them that have the shields and they have the, the fucking crazy helmets and those guys are like mini yeah the chieftains mini bosses and they're super fun to fight I kind of wish they hadn't yeah, brought the, the Brutes back. I was a little sad about that. I felt like they had a chance to like fix the the stupid Halo 2 story where they like replaced the Elites, the Brutes, because like, most people I knew, at least, and including myself, like hated the Brutes. I felt like they were just a bad replacement. And like Bungie themselves acknowledged mm-hmm. that, but they had written themselves into a corner, and they like had to stick with it, they said. So that's why Halo 3, the Brutes, have like, they're li- like Elites. Like, they, they fight very similarly. But they just like their armor pops off rather than losing shields. But they still felt like they just weren't the mm. same. And they said that when they were, that's partly why they made Reach was so they could bring the elites back. So I don't mm. know. I, I I don't know. I I like the brutes because I just think they're fun to kill. Because like I use the pistol a lot. The pistol's my mm-hmm. favorite gun to use. And I know like it takes one or two shots to take off their helmet, and then there's another shot to kill them. So I was just like, I was literally, literally like triple tapping like every brood, and it felt so good. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I guess it depends. I, I think they balanced it well enough. I actually think, uh, I, I as far as just the gameplay itself, I'm more on Aaron's side, where I just think the core gameplay is pretty much perfect. It's just. Uh, things with the level design and the mission design in the main yeah. campaign really put me off and knocked mm. it down for me. But the actual open world and the gameplay itself, I really, really loved. I, I would yeah. like to, uh, I would love to try like the original Halo levels in this game's gameplay and see how that would be. See mm-hmm. how I'd feel about that. Um, Cause maybe I would like that more. I, I like the gameplay too. I think the guns feel really good. Um, I, question the, the some of the new guns they introduced though it's like this like burst mm. electricity rifle i'm like why 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 well <laughs> where's the plasma rifle god damn it <laughs> why can't i just have yeah. the goddamn plasma rifle i i don't know it's just it's I, weird I, i'm like i just they seem like odd weapons I, I i will admit that a lot of the alien weapons in the halo games were crap but i don't know if mm-hmm. i like their new ones what do you guys think uh, I, I like think... the Mauler a lot, which is basically the oh Halo One Magnum. I love it. It's so good. So it's weird. It's I so hated good. that gun. The Mauler's good. The the Mangler. What? It's a revolver. Oh, the Mangler. The Mangler. Yeah, I hate I the really... Mangler. Oh my god, it's my least favorite weapon. I'm like, God, oh, this gun's like everywhere. I don't know why. It shoots too slow. Is my problem with it? I don't it's know. It's like a it's like a revolver. I know it's a it's revolver. Like a six shooter. It's it's. It requires a lot oh, of precision. So good, I don't dude. like it at all. I, I hated that gun. That's my least favorite gun. Aren't in the you game. playing with one of these, dude? Yeah. It's 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 headshots. Headshots. It has this, that thing so the is timing so much of that fun gun to use. Is uh, frustrating to me because it's very slow. Hmm. 
like you have to shoot it very wet it's very slow. slow yeah and you have to shoot it very slowly and there's something about that the way it, like you shoot it kind of has this like long recoil wind up to the next shot it's just very dissatisfying to me i don't know I, this game just rubs me wrong mm-hmm. i don't know what it is it's like all these things about it like i i uh I hate to be like a hater here. I don't know, like you guys both liked it. That's cool. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I'm sorry if it's not like I'm being negative, um, but I just wanted to talk about the um, the story and the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, and, it's terrible. It's so and, bad. And Let specifically, <laughs> I just want to mention. I'm no, sorry. go ahead. Just dumb no, Cortana. No, Assassin's I'm, Creed I'm over NPC. I know. For it. Just uh, um, the new dumb Cortana character. She's like Cortana, but she's like stupid. I don't know why. I, she is so obnoxious. Mm. I don't understand it. She she always has these. So I don't know what this is called. I've been talking about this. I've talked about this with Aaron before. Maybe Orin, you can help me put some light on it. But there's this style of writing that I see in a lot of Disney stuff or Disney influence stuff, where they have these characters who speak in this very casual manner about things. They're kind of like, and they kind of always have these like ad lib quips. Like they'll be like, oh, like the little little, and they, but they kind of like almost ramble about something. Like it's kind of like like they're just kind of like fudging it. But it's kind of that mm-hmm. joke, like every single time you do something, and I'm kind of like, okay, yeah. guys, like, <laughs> let's get some new material. Yeah, you on have, this. Uh, you have, you have Joss Whedon to thank for that. He is that what it is? Is it Joss thing. Whedon? I thought it was, yeah. but I didn't want to yeah. like, yeah. I didn't want to like blame him because I haven't seen a lot of his his material. But that's what I had suspected it was because it- he definitely popularized it to some extent. Okay. Um, and and then mm. Disney saw that and ran with it and because everything uh, Disney's was I, like that. Force Awakens it. was like that. It's and what's it's involved? All Marvel movies. They're yeah. all like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That style of writing. What, what I yeah. think about fundamentally. I'm sorry. Not for me. But keep going. No, I I agree with you. I just think it's uh, I th- it, it's it's weird because it, it feels like nothing's at stake, right? Yeah. When, like people are joking mm. about everything. It's mm-hmm. like nothing matters. And I yeah. remember seeing the late that the latest shang chi uh, marvel movie uh where it was um like there would be a really heavy emotional moment but it would be immediately destroyed by some dumb quip and it's like ah, well now i don't care and yeah um, exactly yeah and and halo yeah the halo infinite definitely does that i just think i think my biggest problem with halo infinite's story is that the game is trying so hard to have this emotional weight to it that everything is so important, but the game doesn't really attempt to contextualize it in a way that feels meaningful. Like it feels like an extended prologue and it's alluding to like master chief's relationship with Cortana a lot. And it's like, I don't care about any of this. Yeah. It feels like it's just kind of, it's like, I feel like I'm eating like really stale leftovers, but the mm. chef is like, ah, it is so good. You just need to eat another bite. And I'm like, I'm eating more bites, but I just don't care about any of this. And I, it, it just definitely never felt very not good. like the new star Wars to me. Like it was kind of like, we want you to care about this and you should care about this. But like, do I, I don't, I don't know. Do they want us to care about it though? Or is it just it like, it feels like it. There's like, like slow moving parts with like children holograms talking about like they're being raised and, there's it's like so bad. Yeah, that happens. Are you talking about in the beginning? Assassin's Creed NPC's dad or kids? His oh family? my god, and that guy is okay. When I first was playing the game, that I was sucks. very close to turning the dialogue volume to zero because he talks <laughs> every time you do anything. He's like talking to you. Yeah, and it was like, dude, yeah. be quiet. <laughs> let me play. Let me do a little more, please. <laughs> <laughs> that that character, the uh, the pilot, the pilot. Um, he's pilot. such he's such a weird character because um, like. 
I don't know how far you guys are in the narrative, but he has like mental breakdowns, like constantly, like throughout the narrative uh, about he does like, in I'm, the intro. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm not doing well enough. I'm I should have died with these men. Like I need to go home yeah. to see my wife. And then like oh every God. each one of those scenes, it's Master Chief being like, "It's okay. As humans, we fail." And then, like, he'll all of a sudden be better. Like, oh, you're right, Master Chief. Why did I have this huge mental breakdown? You know what he reminds me of? Everything's fine. He's the, like, he's the, like, uh, react character. Like, 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 if, if it if, right. if he and Master Chief were a comedy duo, he would be the straight man to Master Chief's goofiness, right? But it's not a, they're not comedy. It's not a comedy game. But so he's always like reacting, like, mm. oh my god, you're so badass! I can't believe you're doing that. Oh my <laughs> god, you did that! You're gonna you're gonna go kill the people! Holy shit! Why you're gonna do that? And then he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go do. It. I'm gonna go kill him. <laughs> and then he does. I think it is supposed to be a comedy game, though. Like that's kind of. I think that like they're just. It's it's a tone deaf delivery because so much of what's going on is kind of goofy and silly, and the stuff that the like that the the enemy says to you is really silly, and the way they act. Like I think it's supposed to be funnier than it actually ended up being. It feels it, it, they should have guess- they should have leaned it in, into it more because like they're trying to be like oh, this is so special and important. Everything it's just here is this eight minute long cutscene that's so special and, and important, and then it. <laughs> does comedy and I feel like it would be better if it was more like Doom 2016 where all of the cutscenes oh, are yeah. like 30 seconds long and it's like not that the, big nothing five it's, seconds it's, long yeah it's the, the, it doesn't feel consistent in its presentation of the story like I don't know what I'm supposed to feel when I'm playing it or what like, it feels like a game that was in development for six years and they had to finish it is what it feels like yeah <laughs> in a lot of ways yeah. Yeah. which is unfortunate like I, well, I don't know. I feel like my feelings about the game currently, as of six hours in, I'll play maybe up next time I'll be like, I love this game, are like, eh. I think you should I feel play like, more, yeah. eh. Like, I, Dude, I don't hate it. I think it's fucking I don't think it's a bad awesome. game, but I'm I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, it didn't meet my expectations. That's what I'll say. Mm. Uh, mm. I'll say, for me, like, the first two-thirds of the game are my favorite Halo game. Like, this, I love the sandbox so much. The last third, specifically that six, seven mission stretch that they coerce you into doing and not returning to the open world, brought it down from my favorite Halo game to a good Halo game. But like, because I was, mm-hmm. I was like getting really frustrated last night. I was like, oh my God, let me go back to the open world. I want to upgrade my character. Let me go back. <laughs> but like the game was just not letting me do it and i wanted to spoil this for you guys because i don't want you guys to go through the same thing like there's like there's a point in the game where you've kind of done your whole trajectory throughout the whole map but when you look at the mission list like i looked at the mission list online it seems like you're only halfway through the campaign it's a lie it's you're 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 heading towards the end it just happens to be Mm. you have to play seven missions in a row and i really wish the game at least warned me and even mm. then, like the final seven missions were just very unsatisfying in the level design. It's, it felt very lazy with all the corridors and everything. Like, mm. ugh, like anyway, that's where I'm at. It's a very conditional like. Like I really, really like this game, but it has some things that really bummed me out. Yeah, I I haven't got there yet, but everything I've played has been like the best Halo game. I've played. Uh, I feel like that the most, the most fun since anyway since the original Halo playing back with Kevin when you know when we, we were young I was thirteen like when you were thirteen yeah. and and I and I was what forty two at the time but uh so yeah um I want to say it's one my thing. favorite okay I'll, I'll yeah. say one thing really quickly too uh, like it. the 
this is my favorite open world like in recent memory like i'll say that this even though this is a game i don't love it has probably my favorite open world like in recent memory. Yeah. but anyway kevin go ahead um when i was when i was young i remember i was in high school actually i was hanging out with some friends we were like reading the halo strategy guide like extremely excitedly waiting the day halo 2 came out people did before smartphones yeah i think this was yeah (laughs) if you're old uh, i think this was the day that halo 2 came out um i was at school we were talking about we were all Mm. like just like counting the minutes down like you know so excited for the game blah 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 blah. and i remember like i went in the car and my dad had already picked up my pre-order and he got like this he like upgraded to the tin version and i was like so it was like oh my god i can just go straight home and play it and i remember playing halo 2 for the first time and right when Johnson's like, they're coming through the door. I remember like shooting them and melee attack and the enemy. And like the melee attack was so unsatisfying and so like lackluster. And then that was like that, that melee attack experience like painted was like, is like the entire Halo 2 experience for me. It was like just this, I didn't like this game at all. It wasn't what I was hoping yeah. for with Halo 1. So I will say this, the game is way better than Halo 2. I think mm-hmm. the dream that I had hoped Halo 2 was would be this game. But I think, mm-hmm. I think I was wrong to want that mm. i didn't actually i think i was mistaken wait i still don't hmm. so I far know. i think you need to play the game i will more. i think you need I will. to play it more i will play it more i'm not going to say it's a bad because... game because i haven't beat it but like so far i don't feel sold by the world or the pacing of the fighting or any of that stuff but hmm. when you're in a battle it's great and i will say this the doom eternal grappling hook on the enemies is never tiresome i do it in every fight like a million times they doom eternaling into them and then melee attacking them that is amazing they even play like the stun animation just like in doom eternal like clearly the influence is there <laughs> yeah yeah it's dude i like doing that it's, a lot. i really like this game i don't know i'm gonna play more we can we can talk about it uh, i'm curious uh, i'm curious to hear how you feel about the final third of the game because i really like it really yeah. dragged it down for me and i hope it doesn't do that so for you, how about but... this how about this here's well, an olive branch I, is the yeah. first area that in the game that the starting island just like suck? Is it just like boring? Like, is the rest of the map better? Maybe that's what it is. Uh, well, I think here, here's what I think. Like, I, I know what you, I re- see where you're coming from. The first island, I was a little unsatisfied, but m- the more you like unlock stuff and the more tool like toys you have, that oh, you can, can you- unlock at fobs, like it becomes more fun to experiment with how you're going to take over objectives. That's how okay. I felt. Can you uh yeah. can you hold more ammo? Uh there are some weapon yeah. Uh, can you upgrade your ammo count cuz the shotgun has like 10 shots like that's it. I and think you get well you get like special weapons that you can unlock that's and the some bad of those side have internal more. influence. I'm like why would you take this this sucks. Oh. But yeah. if you just go shotgun pistol like I But you can only hold like 10 shotgun shots. Drop both. But it's like a perfect pair. No, you hold like I think you hold twenty. But it, no, it's like not twenty. A lot of the brutes have shotguns, and a lot of the grunts have shotguns too. So they're it, it's a very common drop. Uh, here's a thought I have: like Oren, you're saying that the last third sucked for you, but you also played it in a marathon session. Do you think that that might have like if you had broken it up? Is that a pun intended? Chunks, a marathon, Halo. Oh, Keep going. Uh, <laughs> hey. no, I didn't even. Yeah, well, I'm just wondering if if because like I'm not gonna play it in a five hour chunk probably ever. I'll probably play in one hour chunks. So I wonder if if playing six or seven missions consecutively without returning to the open world will be as tiresome in smaller chunks. I think uh, I, I think you're you're right in the sense that smaller ch- chunks would have benefited me, but like the the problem that I had with it there's like a couple of other factors is that uh, 
one, I didn't know that I was not going to return to the open world like at all. So like, like after every mission, it's like, okay, now I can go back. And then it like the game is like you can't go back, and I'm like, okay, now I can. But you go can back. never go back for the rest of the game, is what you're saying? Yeah, like once you hit like mission, like I think there's like 14 missions. Once you hit mission eight, you can't go mm. back, and the game does not tell you that. So I was, uh, so like it was like that feeling of like just let me go back. Like <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. happening? When you beat yeah. it, can you I go would, back? You you can go back when you beat it, but it's like I wanted to upgrade my character yeah, more. That sucks. Because like I still had yeah. uh, health to upgrade and i was getting so frustrated i'm like let me go back like i kept thinking they were going to let me go back and then the second thing is that and then there were two other things um the cutscenes get longer and more annoying as the campaign goes on and i was like i don't care about Damn. the story <laughs> god that's i don't start care that shit. All, all, like like i don't this is i don't care i don't care i don't care and then third i'm not even kidding there's four levels in a row that are just alien corridors and they look mm. like exactly the same. And I was like, why is there like no variety? Like, why does this look this way? Like, like this mm. should be more exciting. So, That's so awesome. I had a very negative final third of the game that I think is partly my fault, but I also think is justified. Um, yeah. But man, that for the yeah. that open world and the first two thirds of that game and how good the guns feel and how good the co- encounters feel, well, that was so satisfying that I'm, so bummed that I didn't feel that way for the last third. So it's like I, I want to say it's a great Halo game, but I feel like I can't. I feel like it's more like a really. I feel, it's a good Halo campaign. I can't say it's a great one. Hmm. But it's like, without question, like if they follow this and correct for the sins of this game, like the perfect Halo game. Halo. The perfect Halo game is in reach. It's in Reach? Is that a pun? Okay, okay, good, good. (laughs) No, fuck Reach. I hate that game. But uh, uh, Well, the multiplayer is like, I really love the multiplayer. I think the multiplayer is... The multiplayer is really, really, really good, yeah. Yeah, like that's... I I have most of my criticisms with that I can count on like three baby fingers, but the Halo campaign, I have like a lot of asterisks to go with. I really liked it. I think uh, if they did did another campaign or more campaign, if they dump the writer... Please, sorry, mm. writer man, but I do not like this writing in this game. It's writing team. I'm writing sh- team. I'm sure, writer writer like, team people. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there needs to be like less writing. Like they need to limit cutscenes yes. to like two minutes. Less not in-game even. dialogue. Two minutes, please. That's what I want. Less. Fifteen seconds. Less in-game dialogue. They blather so much. I'm trying to shoot people here, guys. Yeah. I don't need to hear what you think of this wall. Let me just like shoot people. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. I, I agree with that. It's weird that that's a thing. I like, don't like that. Here's trend. something I was thinking. <laughs> it's annoying. Uh, what, God up? of War, oh, Halo, and Gears of War are all games that came out and were sort of cinematic and had a style that was in part of a different age, but also of a different technological age. So those games, like you look at the original God of War, you look at the original Halo, they didn't look realistic, really. I mean, we thought they did at the time, but like they didn't look realistic. Like taking that kind of storytelling into a really high fidelity gaming experience, I think doesn't work well. <laughs> and like that's, I think that's part of the reason why God of War had to do a total like change of like style. Like, cause like if you had, if you had had God of War, you know, two and three Kratos in like super high fidelity, it might have been a little too weird. It would have been amazing. Um, I would have played that game. I would have played that maybe, game all the maybe. way through and loved it. Because there would have been no child yelling at you, telling you to shoot the stupid things. They would have been way better. Yeah, 
If he actually yelled but, the whole game, oh, that would have been so much better. <laughs> yeah, but like Halo needs to rethink its entire storytelling process because like Master Chief is a fucking ridiculous character, right? Who is this seven foot tall psychopath that just does nothing but kill aliens? Yeah. And he sees aliens, he's like, we need to go there, I need to kill him right now. Like, this guy has so, no fucking life. I, also like, wanted I, to I can't take him remotely a seriously. A minor thing with Master Chief's characterization in this game. In this game, he has all these like Joss Whedon equips to things. He's never done that before. This is like a totally mm. like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm surprised that Joseph mm. Staten, who is like the guy, I don't know if you guys remember, he was like presenting the game. He was Bungie. He worked on the original Halo game. He was like the cinematic director of the original game. He's the voice of the yeah. grunts in the first Halo. Uh, I'm surprised he had no issue with his characterization because Master Chief is like popping off some like seriously cheesy one-liners in this game. And it was like, what is going on? This is not, ma- what? Mm. It was just, it really was, I don't know. It felt completely wrong to me. Master Chief isn't no, a very interesting character. Yeah. He's, he's very, one of very little words, usually. He doesn't talk that much. And he's wearing, a, like, a motorcycle helmet. Like, he just looks stupid. Like, the more high fidelity he gets, the more ridiculous <laughs> he appears. Like, yeah. it needs he needs to die. They, let's just play fucking Marines with, with shields or something. Like, let's... I don't need him anymore. That He's not bringing anything to the table. And the voice actor is apparently 100 years old. Because did you, did you guys hear him in he this game? Like, yeah, he sounded old no in shit. Halo he 1. Sounds, he's always sounded like old. an old man. Master Chief is like 50 years old or 60. He's old. I feel like every just, game should just be Doom 2016, guys. <laughs> Doom 2016 just had the best storytelling yeah, that agree. fit like the characters so well. In fact, it was so good that the sequel was a downgrade because yeah. they couldn't match the storytelling of Agreed. Doom 2016. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, like if, if, if Halo Infinite was just like... Like, uh, I'm killing all of these dudes, and the Bruce are terrified of me, but these humans think I'm awesome. Like, if that was the story, that, I would be down with that. That'd be great. I will say, mm-hmm. like, I but think not. I think um, 2016 is a good analogy, though, because it's kind of like this other team taking on a franchise that we you know, know and love, a shooter franchise, a big, impactful one, and kind of taking taking it their own way in their own direction. And I, I would say that the new id team did a much better job with 2016 than this game it's from what i played from what i played i haven't played through the whole sure game. uh i mean there's been a lot of i feel like we've been it, it would appear that we we don't like this no, game you guys maybe, love this but game. no i i no i, I think it's uh, i, I think really it's good. really I think really the new really weapons like are good I really, yeah i don't I hate it i feel I really unsure like it. about it and i don't like the open world so far that's how i feel I think you should play more. I, I am excited for when the co-op launches. And, and I'm also I like, there's a lot of weird questions about this game. It, it feels very unfinished in some ways. Like the lighting is fucked and makes it look like a fucking, uh, I said it looks like a, like a fucking uh, up like 360 game. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, 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 there's some weirdness about the way that the game looks, but maybe they'll fix, maybe they won't. But also there's only one biome from what I understand, which doesn't make any sense. There's more biomes in the original Halo. <laughs> Uh, where's our snow world? Where's our tropical beaches? So I want to see that shit. Lauren, I, how about this? No spoilers. Because it's a ten-year Halo game, right? There's, there, there. I know for a fact that this game will be amazing at one point. I think even if it's not amazing currently, mm-hmm. um, is there a lot more room for more story? Or like they could do, they could do an assault and control room, open world biome <laughs> Halo game, right? Or like it could easily uh, be done. There's room for story. It, did they, the, did they the, spoiler alert, did they blow up Halo yeah, Zeta? basically, yeah. Well, here, I'll, I'll say this with a, as spoiler-free as possible. It feels like they're teeing up, like, a whole new, like, set of games after you beat okay. it. 
which good, is a trend good. that I personally hate because I feel like I feel like we just don't get complete stories anymore. Like it's always mm. the next thing. You feel like you're it's playing like, a goddamn Mar- commercial, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. It, 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 and just like this game had no story, so I'm like, no story that I found satisfying. So I'm like, I don't care. Like, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it feels. I guess if I had to like grade the campaign and the multiplayer, like I can't do it together in one package. I feel like the multiplayer, like I'm like, that's a resounding nine out of ten, while the campaign is like between a seven and an eight because like the campaign is like has well, some amazing highs and some colossal lows, but anyway. Isn't it like, it's like a 9 out of 10 to the last half where it becomes like a 6 out of 10, sounds like it, for you? Like, for me, it was like a 10 out of 10, at least. No, like, I dis- agree. Disregard- disregarding the story, but I I was like, this sucks. But like the thing is, the story becomes more annoying as it goes on. Ugh, and uh, so I'm like it was like a that. 10 out of 10, and then it became a 6 out of 10. So I don't know how to grade the campaign. It's too hard. I feel okay. like... I feel like when I replay the game, I'm going to skip all the cutscenes. I'm going to uh, focus just on the open world and then just not finish the game because I won't want to. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, I don't, here's something I'm going to do. I think this is this is I, if I if I wait till co-op, I know I will love it. I think all of my issues I have if I'm playing a game in co-op, I'll have none of them. So you're not going to play it anymore. You have to play it for for our game of the year discussion. Why? Maybe I don't, I don't know. have to. You don't have to, but. All right, that's it. I'm shocked. I just feel like it's weird because you're like, I feel like you're the biggest Halo. I am. I read the books. I have the action figures. I actually bust them out. And you don't, you're not like as enthused about the multiplayer or the single I don't know, man. There's something about this game that just doesn't, there's something about it. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger, I I told you the thing is that I I can rationally tell you that I thought in my mind, but there's something else I think that's just, the multiplayer too, something about it was like, yeah, this isn't right. Even though it plays really nicely. I think that's All fair. Right. I think a lot of people are echoing that. Like, uh, I mean, I'm curious. I, I'm really high on Halo Infinite overall as a package. Like, I freaking, like, especially considering the multiplayer, I'm overall, like, really high on it. But it's a very conditional love. And I'm frustrated with a lot of things. But I still, like, really love what they're doing. And I can see how that, like, half degree can just put some people off. Yeah. I don't know. Can mm. I say one more thing? Yeah. I like yeah. the battle rifle a lot. Like the shotgun a lot. I think when you're playing with a mouse and keyboard, it feels really good. I don't like it with a controller. I don't know why. That's really weird. But I just, I don't know why. It's weird to say I don't like a hailing on the controller. Is like, what? But this game just feels better. This game feels like it was made better than the mouse, in my opinion. And, like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, I can play Doom and Wolfenstein and Quake 1 on a controller. But this game, I do not like on a controller. Yeah. I feel like it's because this game has more precision. I feel like this game yeah. has more precision. The Mangler's hitbox is like games. fucking tiny. I can't hit shit with that thing with the controller. The jackals the, like uh, they like what's it called? the Mangler. The, uh, the jackals like gun? turn their shield oh. sideways, and so you mangler. can't. And they like hold their gun over it, so it's like super hard to hit them with the goddamn <laughs> Mangler. I do like how the jackals speak yeah. English. Well, there's a. I don't like how the elites speak English. Oh, okay. This is, this is, this is nitpicks. Yeah. But the jackal speaking English Normally is just hilarious because I've never seen the jackal speak in any Halo game ever. It's like, what the fuck? The jackals can talk? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like hearing like your cat talk say, for the first time. <laughs> I will say that's one of my favorite parts of the game is that like because the banter is actually really well done. Like some of the stuff they say is like there was like a part where a grunt threw a grenade at me and I blew up and died, and I heard the grunt go like, 
that's it? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, he was surprised he killed really me, you know? That is, uh, um, that is classic Halo. Halo, all of them. Like, mm-hmm. the grunts kill you, they have hilarious lines. Like, I remember in Halo 1, I think, when you, or Halo 3, maybe, when you die from a grunt, they'll be like, I did it! I did it! You see that, guys? I killed him! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which no, is that really hilarious. I, I want to speak really quickly on the controller thing, because I do love that this is the first Halo game that has ever been released day and date on PC and that I can play it with a mouse and keyboard. But I also really love that it's it, it because it's on Game Pass, I can just jump over to my couch, grab my controller, and boot it up on my TV and play it there if I just want to have a little more chill, just run around and shoot fucking grunts in the head. And I actually thought it played pretty well with a controller. Like I, I was, I don't know, I was having a good time with both. If I wanted to do something a little more, you know, crazy, I was going to play it on PC. If I wanted to just chill back and like find, you know, lost uh, marines i would do it you know on my couch but I, I love that i can play it both places i like that's I, that's one thing that's like about game pass and that they're microsoft right now that is just so awesome the play anywhere thing definitely um having said all the things i said about it i'm excited for the future of this game i'm glad that microsoft has released it and that people are liking it and it's doing well um, i want it to do well because I, I you know i'm a big fan of the franchise and when you're playing it on a mouse and keyboard, it feels suitably like a 90s FPS. It feels like, oh, this is like an arena shooter. You know, it feel it feel like with a mm-hmm. mouse and keyboard, it really feels that way to me. So, I don't know. I'm yeah. going to keep my eye on it, and I will play it maybe next time they update it with uh, Forge yeah. and I, I think this and Forza, the between the multiplayer, the campaign, and Forza coming out in the last few months, like Microsoft has has really put up some good shit. Do you guys think that three four three is still inferior to the coalition? I do. Yes. The coalition is the shit. Yeah. I mean, technically, in in like every in sense, like, <laughs> and just as, as think, a studio, I think uh, I think products. Gears Five is as good as it gets. Yeah, Gears Five is like the best Gears, Gears game. game. It is. Yeah, like uh, in terms of gameplay, the story's good. I liked the story yeah, in Gears story Five. Too. The level design was always good. Yep. The battles um, were much think, bigger uh, in Gears Five than they ever were. Yeah. Hmm. And I think I think Gears Five. I think three four three is almost there. It's just not quite. This there. is their best effort. And I think. But I feel like it's still not. Yeah. I, I think Halo Infinite's more fun than Gears Five. I think I like Halo more than I like Gears, though. So there's kind of a limiting factor. I think that sure. Gears Five is a great game, but like Halo is just Halo Infinite is just. I don't even. I almost think we should call this like the widest linear game, because it's it's so. I don't know. It, it's my jam. It's, open world it's, game. it's I really really like what it's doing. Yeah. Uh, I think I like Halo Infinite's multiplayer more, but I think because like I I've put more hours into it. I think about it more. I got more into it in this past month. I think than I ever did with Gears Five. Though I still love Gears Five, but I think Gears Five as a whole package is just so consistent that I just think I got to give it to the Coalition. I like uh, Gears Five a lot, way yeah. more than this game so far, in every in every way. Mm. I also don't yeah. like this game has no goddamn blood decals. There's like no blood in this game at all. It's like the most like neutered ass Halo I've seen, which it just really rubs me the wrong way. Like, cause the old game you could smash their bodies and they would bleed to the point of the frame rate would drop. There was so much blood. This game, there's zero. <laughs> Feels like a Disney movie. Taking I will say the, the, the hit marker feels really good. When you it get does. like a kill yeah. and the you and get that is, red X, it feels really good. There is really blood good. particles. 
I, I like the Red X. I wonder if single-player games should have that, but I, I, it, uh, it, I, I'm like, mm. I'm unsure about it, even though I think it is satisfying. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <sighs> All right. Well, Halo Infinite, a tale of three opinions. Yeah. I really, really like it. I really, 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 <laughs> really, really like it. It's just, it has some things that kept me from being, uh, it's a very conditional love Halo Infinite. It's complicated, you could say. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm gonna play it after we uh, stop recording tonight. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, all right, I guess that's enough of that fucking game. Um, <laughs> that was almost an hour. Yeah, that, that was, was a like, lot of Halo. That was the that was the Halo <laughs> review. That, it's because we all had, well Halo Halo review. had different opinions a little bit, right? Yeah, that was the Halo Infinite discourse. Brought yeah. to you by the Jump Crouch. Uh, game Awards? When I was flying to Chicago, it was uh, the night of Game Awards, and I started watching it at the airport. And I got about halfway through the Game Awards at the airport, and then I had to get on the plane. And um, and I wanted to continue to watch it, right? But I didn't think that the, the internet service on the airplane would allow me to watch YouTube or Twitch. So I got into the air, and then I realized after looking at one of the little pamphlets that it would let me watch Twitch. So an hour into the flight, I picked it up where I left off and finished the Game Awards. But as I started doing it, a flurry of texts come in, including one from Oren saying, It takes two wins! <laughs> it's just like, spoiler alert. <laughs> That's Fucking funny. Oren, man. I'm, I'm he so was excited. Good. I'm so good at spoiling. No, he was excited. It, it, you know, I was well, excited. I'm excited too. But, uh, it's very exciting. What do you guys think about the Game Awards? Like... I really enjoy watching them, but I think that they're ridiculous. But I, 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 something about the hype and the like, the whole thing, I just get, I get into it, you know? For sure. Uh, I always, with the Game Awards, I always feel like they're going to be like way more hype than they actually are. And I always set myself up for disappointment because what ends up happening is like you'll get, like, you'll get a few like pretty hype moments. But you also get a lot of commercials for bullshit. And it's like, this is some dumb free-to-play game. Great Shadow Legends brought to you by Verizon. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That sums it up. And I'm like watching it, and I'm like, man, there's just a lot of boring shit in this. But I don't know. I guess it's the thing to do, right? I like the Game Awards. I'm on board with the Game Awards. I, uh... I mean, the fact that we already mentioned it takes two, so that's already out there. I was so glad to see that moment. And also, I feel like Yosef Fares is like a staple of the Game Awards at this point, and he has to be there. Fuck the Oscars. Exactly. That was the best moment, in my opinion. I mean, that and, and, and Mick Gordon. But, the, I mean, that's what I think of. That's the first time I think of the Game Awards. I think of Yosef Fares. But also the, the Sekiro reveal right. the and Soft all of those uh, Death Stranding trailers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Like the, so, the Game Awards has been mainly for me about the trailers. The, the, there, uh, Jeff Keighley said before that we have five things as big as the, you know, um, Elden Ring announcement, and that was just a bunch of bullshit. What, what was that? I, that's what I was. I was like marketing hyperbole, dude. Like, don't say that, and then yeah. not have like five huge announcements. God damn. Which yeah, David Cage's David Cage's Star oh, Wars Star game. Wars. 
<laughs> like yeah, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. And, and I knew Alan I Wake mean, Two was coming because I played the Control DLC, and it basically announces that Alan Wake is coming. So that wasn't really a surprise, but it was a cool trailer. I don't know. So that might be the highlight of the show. I, actually, I, yeah. I'm really I that's that's that is the highlight of the show. Probably I think that's really cool that they're doing that. I didn't like the first Alan Wake at all. I didn't think it was like horrible, but I just didn't enjoy playing it at all. <laughs> Um, so it's pretty but, janky, yeah. but it is, but I will totally play this game because, um, I love control. I think the studio does amazing storytelling and, and, and writing and the, and the, you know, gameplay control was amazing. So I think that them pl- making a, um, it was funny just to see Max Payne also, wasn't it? Then you guys were like, Hey, it's Max yeah. Payne's yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he doesn't sound like Max Payne. He just, yeah. And he didn't make, <laughs> I was fish. like, Hey, that's a Max Payne. Yeah, um, he's also His face was a little more relaxed. He's yeah. also in yeah. uh, Death Stranding as the veteran porter. But uh, he, I think it's cool that he said there's gonna be their first survival horror game. I think that's exciting. Like I'm really curious to see like what that will be like. You know, well it's probably yeah, just it gonna like be going back to the drawing board. Well, it's gonna be Control, like the same style of of horror as Control, which is like supernatural, X Files, Twin Peaks, yeah, like interdimensional like objects horror but instead of shooting shit it's gonna be probably like pt i'd imagine we'll see or resident mm. evil mm. i felt like is alan this, gonna wake be, this is like... gonna be this is gonna what it's you... gonna be our first proper silent hill did game you play alan in a wake long time i tried it was so janky i actually tried to play it after <laughs> control oh god and i was like yeah. this is fucking oh, broken man. i can't play so it. <laughs> i played it thinking what my in my mind was resident evil 4 right because over the shoulder kind of game it was that time period so i was expecting that mm-hmm. and it was just not that at all <laughs> fundamentally just not that it's a game where you hold your flashlight on them for like eight seconds until you can then damage them and it's very unsatisfying and the story i feel like itself wasn't good but the storytelling was well done and it was engaging like i like the way that they told the story i remember it felt like it was like you know unraveling this mystery that didn't really go anywhere to be honest or didn't feel interesting at least how i remember maybe it was but i just didn't i don't know you gotta play the american nightmare i heard that was bad uh probably but anyways <laughs> i think alan awake i think there's enough there to be good and i think control built that universe up in a really cool way so i think that that they're gonna leave they've kind of like teed off into this alan wake 2 which i think would be is really just cool no more flashlights no more flashlights like, fuck the, the flashlight no more flashlights that was the worst thing. I actually loved the cheesy storytelling. Did you play through the Alan Wake? I played through a couple hours of okay. it, um, and, and I was I was captivated enough by their sort of like weird Scandinavian too. version of Stephen King, yeah. Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I hated the flashlights. Flashlight, it's really bad. <laughs> We're just speaking the truth, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because like my brother tries to sell me on Alan Wake. He's like, "You gotta play this game," and I'm like, "This is just too broken and old." And he's like, "It just got remastered," and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." And then I find out the remaster didn't change the gameplay, so I'm uh. interested. But the uh, I don't know, man. Like uh, I loved the Control DLC with Alan Wake. I thought it was super interesting and super <laughs> intriguing, and I, I'm really excited to see what they do with it. Me too. I'm trailer was awesome too. I actually knew it was uh, Alan Wake immediately because I I recognized the guy's voice from Control because the same voice actor is in Control and I was like, oh, it's Alan Wake. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I figured it out pretty. The quick. other thing that they showed, they were like world exclusive, and it was like Hellblade Two. I'm like, wait, we've already seen this game. 
How? What is? What's exclusive? <laughs> well, exclusive gameplay. It was. A, it was. Oh, it was a real gameplay, gameplay trailer. That was some which, scripted ass if shit. If that's what the game plays like, it then like. Uh, is this like a fucking FMV game? Yeah. Like just a really good looking FMV game? I'm assuming what we saw was gameplay with a cinematic camera. Uh, that's going to be my charitable take. Okay. It looks gorgeous. It does. Graphically. It very good. Really beautiful graphics. Cool setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting stuff. The monster looked really cool. Uh, a very, the like giant guy. Yeah, kind of an original take on the sort of Norse stuff. <laughs> so I just don't know why they even called that a gameplay trailer and they had a fucking, you know, God of War fucking one take camera thing yeah. going on with with no perceivable ui or yeah. mechanical interactions at all yeah. Uh, yeah i will say i loved the first hellblade hellblade is like comparing hellblade's take on Nor- Nor- norse mythology to god of wars i think hellblades is way more interesting i can see that and way mm-hmm. more insane but uh mm-hmm. i was a little disappointed that the gameplay trailer was kind of like a non-gameplay trailer I would like to see like an actual gameplay segment. Um, I haven't but... played Hellblade. I heard it is really cool. I just never tried it for some reason. Was there a release date it's for that? Very stressful. No, no release date. I was actually shocked. I was like, "What the hell? No release date." Um, next year. Yeah, sometime next year. But uh, Hellblade One is only like a six, seven hour game, but it's it's a really cool experience. Um, nice. It's a it's it's a proper horror take on Norse mythology. Really? That's cool. Yeah. Maybe I should mm-hmm. try it then. Yeah. I, I it resonate yeah. for me personally it resonated with me a lot more than um God of War did. Yeah, I yeah. 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 I feel you there. <clears throat> I will say yeah. there is one mythological beast in Senuous Sacrifice. I'm not gonna spoil who, but it's like the wildest take I've seen on that character ever. And I was like, holy shit, that's who that is? So Hmm. I look forward to your take on that. I will try that game. My only, my only like, uh, word that was when you're hesitant about something. Yeah, my only hesitant thing about that is that I'm a little Viking doubt after Valhalla and uh, Kratos. Sure. Um, I think it's not maybe my favorite either. It's okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm just picky. I I just think I just like Greek mythology and Egyptian mythology more. I'm just like I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, you should play the Forgotten City. You're right. That I will probably love. <laughs> That's a great game. One, of, definitely one of the games of the year for sure. Sweet. Only seven hours too. Okay. Hmm. Uh, what else happened here? Take it takes two. One. That's cool. I guess. Uh, you were saying Joseph Fares is an institution. Yes. Did that game just win because people wanted to see what he was going to say? Do you think? Like, I don't know. No, it's a good, it's a good game. I haven't finished it because yeah. so, uh, I don't have enough friends. But it's, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding. But it's, uh, the, um, uh, it, it's, it's a cool game, for sure. So, um, what, what we all voted for game of the year on that thing, right? Yeah. But like the fans' choice award, right? <laughs> the one that they like was, announced, oh, like they announced like during the commercial break. <laughs> Well, yeah, and it every goes game to has a Halo 10%. Infinite. Oh, yeah, it was Halo Infinite. I, I would have voted for Forza for that one. But Forza like, wasn't it. Yeah, no, there was. I think it was... Hmm, so what was did Florida you guys vote for? I voted for Resident Evil Village. Yeah. Ugh, no I, way, man. That, I lo- that was my... Uh, of the nominees, that was my favorite one. When I go back and think about uh, it, I voted- and think about like 
the BSAA sending BOWs in and just how absurd that entire premise is and just like the whole game. I just I'm like, oh yeah, this is this game was good. I like this game a lot. Shooting the werewolves, shooting the werewolves and stuff. Yeah. That yeah. that game was just uh, like, like just remember like you got the fucking uh, spoilers for Resident Evil Village to any listeners, but the, the fucking like boulder punching asshole <laughs> yeah, line so and you're good, fighting Heisenberg and then you play as Chris Redfield just yeah. like calling in airstrikes on the werewolves and he's like I'm going in. It's yeah. like it's like just like that was sequence good was like oh my god. See oh to my me god. like that was Resident <laughs> Evil and I feel like Halo Infinite wasn't Halo. It didn't feel like Halo. Sure. Like, that game like knew exactly what Resident uh, Evil really? was when they did it. Halo feels Infinite feels like the In most its presentation, Halo game I've played. It's like it's like, hey guys, we're gonna like make this look like Halo the second level of Halo One, right. but then not actually be at all like it. This 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 conversation's going off the rails. Uh, I voted wait, for wait, Deathloop. Wait, I gotta say something about this. Resident Evil Village's story, say what you will about it. It was perfect. Perfect. It it was perfect. perfect. Like it was the (laughs) Halo Infinite story never had any moments (laughs) like where I was like, oh, this is good. Like Resident Evil Village's story is like it just went between being fucking horrifying to being hilarious in the most graceful way, and I won't let anyone else tell me otherwise. (laughs) And the gameplay was (laughs) Halo Infinite had fun shooting. Yeah, yeah, I like shooting stuff in that game. Yeah, you're wrong, Aaron. I just yeah I like Deathloop better than than Resident Evil Village personally but um but neither of those games won no. um I I would have been they did give an award to the actress for uh, Lady, Lady Dimitris though Dimitrescu oh yeah they got something that was cool that was cool also didn't Resident Evil Four VR win best VR it game? did which is that awesome was I was cool. excited about that it did that was pretty cool I was I, I, I mean I was sad was Hitman so didn't but that's still yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, Hitman. Majorly snubbed. Resident Evil 4 VR is like a killer app. It's like a mm. it's a it's a console seller, you know, hardware seller. So yeah. I almost feel like they should make a Hitman 4, not because they need to make a Hitman 4, but because the games industry will finally warm up to Hitman 4 and they'll finally give it an award. What are you talking about, man? Hit Hitman won game giant bomb game of the year, won our game of the year. Sure, whatever. By the way, Hitman is verboten. Uh, I think we're, we're going to make a list here. No more Hitman. No more Resident Evil. Uh, no more Doom Eternal. What else is... What else uh, oh, I guess the cop podcast the is canceled. There's no yeah, more okay. podcast. Uh, you're not going to have me anymore. No, more FromSoft. No more talking about uh, broad broad conversations about storytelling, storytelling in video games. We're, it's, it's all over. It's, it's Why? These are canceled talks. So, so, so we're just going to talk about Psychonauts? We're going to talk about Psychonauts now? Uh, just, let's just talk about yeah, Psychonauts. We're going to talk about the artful escape and <laughs> Psychonauts. I didn't you know play. what pissed me off was Kena Bridge of Spirits, which is probably a great game. It's probably really great. Winning best indie game. It just it's, it looks like such a high budget indie game. Yeah, it's like, like why I was like, this is an indie, an indie game. game. It was like a triple A like cartoon game. Yeah, I thought it was a triple A yeah. game. Like, I don't know. Which it's like why even have that category for one? Which is kind of a dismissive, bizarre category. Two, why put a game that just? It is funny they have like Whatever. best indie game. It's like oh, you're not a real game. You're an indie game. <laughs> you can't yeah. be. You can't be up there with the big boys. Yeah, it's. it's true. I, I'm just really happy that 12 minutes didn't win. I'm really happy about that. Very sad it got nominated. Like, who the fuck liked that game? But I like that game, sort of. I, I feel like, like it built game. tension. I, I do not. 
um, and it was very repetitive. It built it, and then it squandered it in, in the worst possible the, way. I, that game... Did you guys beat that game? Did you ever yeah. find out what the story was? Okay. Oh, wait, yes. no. I didn't beat it because I was too frustrated, and then I looked up the ending online. Okay. But it was... Uh, I was Same. It was... It was my my feelings about twelve minutes was like this is promising. Oh, it's fun to fuck around. Oh, this yeah. is like really stupid. Oh, what the? F- I, what do I do? What do I do? Oh, this story is unsatisfying. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I hate this. I just felt like oh, I hate. I just this. like I, that game has been out. We can talk about it. I just one thing, one thing I want to say. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. I feel like the end was a complete cop out of an ending. Like, come on, that's yes. what you're gonna do. What you guys could have gone so much more. Well, with well, this. that was. That That's that like was the a... thing about twelve minutes. It was like it was like it had really tedious puzzles that were unintuitive, but the rewards for them were really bad story beats that like didn't like yeah. like oh that what. But I felt like, like yeah. the premise of the game of you and your girlfriend are there, and like there's a guy who's knocking the door, he's gonna come and kill you both, and you have to like try and stop it. Like is a good premise. It just squandered. It's a mystery. It. They squandered. They squandered the yeah. the setup. Yeah. Yeah. If only there was some other yeah. game about somebody being stuck in time and having to relive the same experiences over and over again. Oh, wait, there was like six games like yeah, that this year. So many. <laughs> I know. It's like uh, an the, the best one, the best one's Returnal. Returnal? That, that may be true. Yeah. More than the Forgotten City? Yeah, I think so. I love the Forgotten okay. City. It's a great fucking game, but Returnal was like. Returnal just Returnal's real good. Returnal is like what like I know people overhype Sony exclusives, but that is like the premium Sony exclusive of this year in every sense of the word. Yeah. I guess it's interesting. Sony's got like they're they're going in the the Star Wars, Marvel, Disney type games, but then they're also they still have their art house games that they're putting out, you know. Yeah, I don't know though. So, I feel like that's it. I feel like Returnal's going to be the last hurrah, but we'll see. But they bought Housemark and like that's the true. company that made um like Ghost of Tsushima. It's not quite an art house game, but it's Sucker not Punch? It's definitely not like a I mean, they literally game. made yeah, Infamous, <laughs> which is a superhero game. <laughs> <laughs> but is it of that same style? Oh, re- remember at that Sony conference yeah. like uh it was the Spider-Man 2 trailer. They show electricity like down a street and it hits like uh you know, like a yeah. light fixture, and I'm like, oh, infamous, infamous. and then Spider Man shows yeah. up, and I'm like, ah, oh, fucking a man. <laughs> that, that's I thought we were gonna have the good... games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were cool though. God damn mm-hmm. it. But, yeah. But uh, yeah. But not Disney superhero. Not Disney games. superhero. No. Which yeah, there is a difference, I and I think that is an important distinction. To be honest. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I will Warren say. And I were talking about this. Oh, really? I will say that God of War and Horizon feel like Disney. Movies oh yeah, to me. Like they Disney totally Super are, and that is yeah the yeah. worst part of both I, of those I games. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I was playing God of War recently. I think the worst part of that game is that, and I don't know how I'm the only person who says this, but the combat feels like funk, funk, funk. Like doesn't feel that good. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, some of the enemies, you're just whacking on them. You're whacking on them. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it, it, <laughs> whacking them. Uh, you're whacking, you're whacking on, them. on I mean, them. It still works. <laughs> it's bukkake. What are you gonna do? Um. Yeah, God of War is but like. I, I feel like there's a group think with God of War. I think God that video game has hypnotized people. People just love. Yes. That game. I mean, we'll think about it. It came out I, in the time period when when you know Avengers is huge. It makes sense. It's like an Avengers game almost. You know, you play as Thor, or you get to fight the dude. But so many people 
think that that is like a generation greatest like caliber game who I just don't get so it. I just don't, I really you know, don't I get it. Saying, I keep going back thinking I miss something. I, t- I like things that like challenge me in some way. Like they, they make me think about an idea or a game and a mechanical challenge. I don't know. Something that game had none of that. It felt, it felt like safe in every possible way they did. They did reinvent God of war, but they made it safer and more bland. So I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sorry. God of war fans. Yep. Love it. I understand you love it. It's fine. Yeah, God of War. Not for me. I think that's another thing that's 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 on the list. We can't talk about that anymore. Um, <laughs> no more, no more complaining about God no, of War. No let's more replace it. About let's God replace it with Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Zero Dawn. That game fucking sucks, man. That game's not as bad as God it's of War. More, it's more. Oh, so, it's so. It's so. You can boring. do things so many more ways, though. It's like a huge. That game's got pretty good combat. Yeah, and that's it's like, true. and it has these cool big boss fights that are like open. And you can like leave and like sneak attack them, and like you can do weird shit. It's not like you just like run in and your like son tells you how to fight them, and you have to like do exactly what your like eight year old son tells you. What to and do. you got to whack them and yeah. whack them and whack them. Like, you, yeah, you got to whack on them repeatedly. <laughs> you got to whack them until I mean, they pay I mean, up. Uh, Kratos's dick is basically his axe, right? So it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. God it's fine. That's his phallic symbol, the axe. Okay, sort of. this this topic is canceled. Stop. No more God of War talk. Uh, anything else we want to say about the Game Awards before we, we move on? I feel like this uh, was not the best show, but I was happy with so far as one I liked last year better. Yeah. I like the I like what he said. He's like, uh, what did he say? He's like... Uh, have um, children, you, man. You should all have kids. Have children. Yeah. Get one if you can. See, no, yeah. see, that well, was, like, said. genuine ad-libbing. It wasn't, like, Cortana, like, dumb Cortana and in Infinite, like, just saying, like, weird shit that someone wrote. It was, like, actual, like, mm-hmm. like I'm trying to think of something to say that's funny, and it was funny. It was good. It felt genuine. Yeah. From the heart. I also like how he's, he was the only guy who went up to get the award. You'd think there would be, like, a, be a committee of people going up, but it just looks like he kind of just flew in. <laughs> He was there to have fun, and it was just him. It, Dude, it I feel like seemed, he has his own kind of seat hilarious. at the awards. Like, he's got to be at every show, right? I feel like it's like he's got, oh, he yeah. feels like an institution. Yeah. Like, he is, like, there. He is. Yeah. I, I also loved seeing the contrast of Neil Druckmann and and, and Fares because Druckmann yeah. is very, like, I'm the institu- industry leader. I'm, like, an institution at this point. I cut my hair. My like mm-hmm. days of being the moody artists are over. I'm now the institution, and the Joseph Farris is like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Fuck the Oscars. <laughs> Fuck the Oscars. <laughs> I, I hope. I hope Oscars he never. Got fucked. I hope he never loses that energy. Like I hope he doesn't become like. Bo- not to say that Neil Druckmann's boring, but like I hope he doesn't become institutionalized. You know, like I hope he mm. ma- maintains that. <laughs> yeah, I think he will. Uh, it's it's yeah. He's a he's a zany creative, a colorful character. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a lot of talk about Halo. Uh, we are taking a break for the holiday, but we'll be back early January with our Game of the Year podcast, where we're going to do something a little different, and we're going to make a, an official jump crouch Game of the Year list. Uh, so stay tuned for that, guys. Uh, you got anything to endorse before we get out of here? Uh, the new Paul Verhoeven movie, Benedetta, is super weird, and I liked it a lot. Well, he made so. a new movie? That's awesome. I didn't know he was still directing. Yeah. I thought he retired. Yeah, and it was really good. It was really good. He's uh, 
it's his first movie in I want to say seven years, six years. Um, L was his last movie, but it's um, it's him doing his uh, Catholicism satire, uh, his uh, his his very steamy, sexy, provocative Catholicism satire, and I thought he knocked it out of the park. So, highly recommend. Uh, if people like if people like Paul Verhoeven and they like hard R-rated cinema satire, it's the way to go. I like Paul Verhoeven a lot. He has satire really well. I mean, think of RoboCop. <laughs> think of Showgirls. Think yeah. of Showgirls. Think of Starship Troopers. He, he's, he's one of the greats. Like what I love about Paul Verhoeven is he's such a great. He's so great at satire that people didn't truly start to get the satire until like 10, 15 years yeah, later. Yeah, like people thought RoboCop, you know? or no, Starship Troopers was like like pro-fascism, which is just yeah, hilarious to me. Yeah, me and Zach were saying. We're like, when we first watched it, we just liked the fascism, because you know, we're like kids, but like... <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you're like, yeah, fascism, and then when you're like an adult, you're like, oh, fascism. You're like, oh, you know? yeah, and, this is really bad. <laughs> oh, wait, there's something wrong yeah. here. It, it's yeah. so funny, too, because it came out like the same year as Saving Private Ryan, uh, or like mm. thereabouts, and it's funny that that was made in the same year, because they almost kind of feel like reflections of each other in a weird way um i don't know it's a it's interesting i it was it's also interesting to consider that in the late 90s and throughout the aughts there was a lot of uh, jingoism so yeah it's kind of funny that verhoven made a movie about that before that even happened it's true you know? so yeah it's wild mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right uh kevin so i have a funny uh, recommendation but i think it's you'll find it you guys will at least find it somewhat funny or interesting, or maybe you'll think it would be mad at me. Uh, I'm re-recommending The Lighthouse. So I've thought back on this movie, and I, when I think back <laughs> on it now, I think nothing but good things. Even though the yeah. time, the story, felt like it didn't do enough for me, and it didn't really go anywhere. When I think back, I'm like, that was a good movie. I liked that movie. I have positive feelings about it now. So I'm re-recommending <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know if I recommended it before, but <laughs> maybe I think I, I should see it again. Then. I feel like my, my feelings, yeah. my like long-term feelings. I'm like, they grew, it grew on me. Like I think back, I'm like, Oh, those pirate, that pirate curse that Willem Dafoe, play, you know, places on him and the acting. I don't know. I just feel like, uh, I, I, I said, what I said before, I do remember saying this was that I love the style. It felt like the atmosphere was just soaked and it was, it was, you know, harsh. And I loved all that parts of it. And I, but like, I think back, I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with the fact that the story didn't really have any thing there really but not a plot I, I, i'm fine with that now i feel okay maybe if i watched it again i'd be frustrated again but like my feeling is good now so i have i have good thoughts now so that's my recommendation mm. all yeah. right maybe i'll watch it again yeah uh all right uh as i said earlier i recommend if you're in chicago and you you, you end up in portillo's as you are uh, likely to do Get a Chicago dog, get an Italian beef, of course, but also try the Maxwell Street Polish, uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell Street Polish. <laughs> Is that no more making that joke? But uh, yeah, so no, it's 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 good. I it's, don't even uh, get the joke. It's a Polish dog. Wait, what am I? Missing? Why am I laughing? Wait, what's what's the joke? I don't even get it. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's mistress, his partner Maxwell. in crime, Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh. It's a very dumb joke. I see. It's a dumb joke, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't following I the media zeitgeist close enough, ago. To, I think, to forget that one. I missed it. Yeah, but you be Maxwell Street more, Polish. It's, it's good. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> Kevin's on uh, that. Also, Elon Musk apparently is the person of the year. 
Oh yeah, so, Times that's, Person of the Year. That's, that's cool, I oh. guess. Uh, well, he he's in an esteemed uh, group with Adolf Hitler, so <laughs> there you go. I mean, there you go. You know what's funny? Uh, the GTA Five online DLC where they make a super villain that's based on Elon Musk, and I remember thinking at like, the time when I played like years ago, I'm like that seems like a little harsh. Now I'm like, no, that was right. They they nailed that. <laughs> Yeah. He's like this ego, egotistical megalomaniac asshole. He's like just the biggest like, douche ever. And he looks just like him. It's pretty funny. Mm. Dude, it's it's funny. That guy, like everybody loved Elon Musk and was like worshipping him two, three, four years ago. Now, really, a small group of people will stand up for Elon Musk. And uh, yeah, I think it might be a moral litmus test. That's just me. I'm just saying something, but you know, I, I feel like I feel like simping for Elon Musk. You're just simp- simping for unregulated, late capitalism. Like that's all you're doing. Bas- you know, basically what you're saying is secretly deep down inside, you know that you're a secret billionaire that just hasn't hasn't blossomed yet. Yeah, yeah. they like so the idea yeah, of the tech entrepreneurs. What it is, they like the like. Yeah. yeah. It's not fucking cool, man. But uh, all right, fuck Elon Musk, and let's get out of here, guys. We will be back early January. Enjoy your holidays. And uh, yeah, Madden, we love you. Bye-bye. Sorry to have to tell you this, but you missed a whole week's work. But I can explain. No, Ray. No explanations necessary. But you're drinking. It's got out of control. Let's face it, Ray. You're a girl drink drunk. You've got to let you go. But you know, Ray, I can't tell feeling responsible for your condition. But then I can't help not caring. It's who I am, and I refuse to apologize for it. Now get out of my office before you start throwing up little fruity things. Fine.